Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for checking out this video real quick. We're going to go over the NFL news in the notes. Today is March 3rd. It's Wednesday evening, a little after 6.30 p.m. So we're just going to cover the main headlines. we got a lot of player cuts. We do have NFL free agency starting on March 17th, and there's already some things that are already starting to kind of just happen here. You're going to see a lot of teams making some cap cuts and just getting things ready for the new season. So we're going to hop right into a screen share here. And uh, there you go. There's the March 17th date for NFL free agency. And we're just on the uh, the sports edge here. And we're just going to look at some of the main headlines. You're going to see a lot of teams starting to cut some veteran players and just kind of, again, with the, with the weird salary cap issues this year, the lack of money for for uh, I guess the growth that we usually see with the salary cap, you're going to see a lot of teams make some tough decisions. So the Giants released Golden Tate. Josh Hill got released from the Saints. Uh, Jared Cook released from the Saints. That's going to make uh, the second-year tight end, Adam Troutman, uh, someone to really keep an eye on. We'll see what the Saints do at quarterback, but you got to like the, uh, the second-year tight end there for the Saints. Tyrell Williams is going to sign a, a one-year contract with the Lions. That's kind of interesting. We'll see. He's probably going to be one of their top receivers if, if they move Kenny Galladay away. So Tyrell Williams will file him away here. Uh, it looks like Trent Brown might be on the chopping block here for the Vegas Raiders. Uh, Gabe Jackson released by the Raiders. Kirk Cousins is our quarterback of the future. Uh, we got some more re-signings here. Delaney Walker wants to play in 2021. Uh, that's something to kind of keep an eye on here. But I don't know how – before I get, you know, too far ahead of myself here, we're going to – I mean, we'll go to the player news here. But J.J. Watt uh, signed with the Arizona Cardinals. That's probably the biggest news that has happened since last Wednesday. And if you're new to the YouTube channel, I'm I've, just going forward, Wednesday nights are going to be my quick video night where I just do a 10, 15-minute video talking about the news and the notes. We'll get into some other things later as the season progresses. But uh, Wednesday nights, uh, that'll, that'll be the free, uh, kind of just the free for all here with the NFL news in the notes. But JJ Watt signed uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. It's kind of a, a wild out there situation, but it's good to see there uh, that he's paired back up with DeAndre Hopkins. And the Cardinals are going to be kind of a fun team to keep an eye on this year. I think they were really close and they should turn the corner this year and be really competitive in the NFC landscape as well as the West. Um, so a lot of fun there. I'm just looking at some of the other new headlines here. Dak contract talks more productive on Tuesday. Kyle Rudolph got cut by the Minnesota Vikings. He's interested in the Browns. That would be weird because then the Browns have Hooper. They have uh, David Njoku still. And then, of course, um, I'm trying to remember who the other tight end is there. They, they drafted uh, the, the guy last year. He was a really good young player. Uh, the Browns tight end. Why can't I think of his name? Really exciting player. Where's my tight end here? I don't know how I'm blanking here on the name. Harrison Bryant. I like Harrison Bryant. So that's kind of a weird situation with Kyle Rudolph just walking into a crowded tight end room when he was kind of mad about being behind Irv Smith. Um, so that's going to make Irv Smith a, a guy that we're going to like for fantasy football this year. We're going to hit the next page here and just kind of keep moving down the, the channel here. If you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe, like uh, like the video, leave a comment, let me know what's going on. Uh, Sam Darnold still, you know, getting inquiries from teams. We'll see if they move him before uh, the, the draft. I think that might take a little bit of time here. Uh, let's see if anybody else sticks out. Again, there's the Kyle Rudolph uh, released by the Vikings. You're going to see a lot of interesting veteran players be moved here. Um, Allen Robinson, uh, GM Ryan Pace admitted impending free a agent Allen Robinson could be franchise tagged. There's potential for him to be to be franchise tagged and then moved. That that seems to make sense here. Depends on who the quarterback is. If they can get a new quarterback there uh, to upgrade Trubisky, that might make Allen Robinson a little bit happier. But it's likely he's going to be playing somewhere else. Uh, Malcolm Brown um shopping him into his final season of his three-year deal. Aaron Jones. This one was kind of fun. Uh, Brian Gutenkust 
Uh, so the franchise tag is an option for Aaron Jones, which makes a lot of sense. You're going to give Aaron Jones, you know, average top five money, which he, I think at this point he, he kind of deserves a, a price tag that high. And if it's just a one-year uh, deal here, and if both sides are open to it and maybe restructuring things next year when we get a better view of the future salary cap, this might make sense for both sides. So I'm, I'm kind of excited here for Aaron Jones. One, not only because I'm a Packer fan, but uh, he, he's a he's a great fit for that Packers offense, and Matt LaFleur can do some great things. It's going to make A.J. Dillon's uh, uh, numbers and volume potentially just wait maybe one more year. We'll see what they do with Jamal Williams as well. So the Packers running back room, definitely something to keep an eye on here. Uh, David Johnson restructured his contract for 2021. They did let uh, Duke Johnson go. I don't know where that report's going to be popping up here, but Duke Johnson was let go. So it's all David Johnson. I would, ex- I would, you got to assume they're going to draft some kind of running back uh, this year with one of their draft picks. I'm kind of interested. Maybe we'll, we'll take a look at the NFL draft order. Um, if you're curious about looking up the NFL draft order, my favorite link is going to be with Tankathon. They do a really good job here. Uh, of just kind of making it appealing to look at. You're going to see, you know, records and strength of schedules and streaks and all that stuff. You'll see who they traded with and things like that. And uh, that's just the first round. If you wanted to look at the full order, you could also hit full order here. You can see every pick, every team. Um, so that's tankathon.com. Um, really nice uh, NFL draft board here, just if you're looking to see what picks you guys got or, you know, kind of going on that way. But Houston, just speaking of Houston real quick, I don't think they pick for – uh, they don't have a second round pick either, do they? The Houston Texans, where I'm blanking. Did the Texans not have a draft pick in the first three rounds? That would be that would be insane here. So I'm not seeing Houston. I mean, they got a pick number 100 here. Am I just missing it? Oh, they're up here at 67. So Houston does pick at number 67. No first two rounds, though. Interesting. We'll see what the Texans do. Uh, Kenny Galladay would be surprised if impending free agent Kenny Galladay was not franchise tagged. Kind of a similar situation with Allen Robinson. I, I think the chances of one of these guys sticking with their with their teams is likely, but it wouldn't surprise me if we see both guys franchise tagged and then moved uh, to somebody that wants to pay them or somewhere that would make them happier. Uh, James Conner, unlikely to resign with the Steelers. This, I mean, we kind of saw this writing on the wall. The Steelers don't really pay running backs, don't really pay receivers either. Uh, so we'll see about Juju in a little bit here. But James Conner can hit the market. He's still pretty young. I think he's, yeah, he's 26 years old. In a, I think that's in May. Um, so we'll see James Conner. He should get some decent money on the free uh, the free agency market. But uh, I don't know how excited we're going to be about him for, for fantasy. He's probably going to be a guy that gets platooned with another running back or two. Uh, I mean, you put him on a team, uh, you don't want to send him. The Jets need a starting running back. The Falcons need a starting running back. I could see him uh, maybe going over to a team like – I'm just off the top of my head. Man, Atlanta. Atlanta really needs a running back uh, and the Jets as well. Maybe Buffalo. I know Buffalo's got some uh, – You know, they're kind of disappointed in Singletary and Zach Moss, but I still like those two young talents. Uh, Jadavian Clowney should be fully recovered from a meniscus surgery by April. That's good to see there. Saints re-signed defensive lineman Noah Spence. You go to the top. Miles Gaskin, uh, Cameron Wolf reports it would be a shock if the Dolphins don't come away with a new feature back this offseason. So maybe this is a t- maybe this is a team like we just talked about. James Conner He's not a really exciting player, and the Dolphins have been linked to Aaron Jones, so they definitely are looking for a running back. I like Miles Gaskin, but I think most people would agree he's more of a complementary back, not really one you want to feature. He's a really good pass weapon out of the backfield. 
So I do like asking for third down duties, uh, but I don't know if you want to go into the season as him being your true number one back. Uh, this article also, or this blurb also lists Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell, who had interest. Le'Veon Bell had interest with Miami before he got, uh, before he signed with Kansas City. So that's something interesting there. Um, I guess at the top of the article, they say Najee Harris and Javante Williams would be a tantalizing option for the Dolphins who have the number three and 18 picks. So that's, Whew, that's going to be exciting. We'll see if they take a running back there at 18. Not going to expect them at three. Uh, maybe Jamar Chase, maybe Devonta Smith kind of thing. That'd be kind of fun here. Uh, the Patriots are aggressively scouting the NFL's top quarterbacks. Mm, that's going to be fun to watch here. We'll see if I don't expect them to be aggressive in free agency at that position. So we'll see. I think they're going to have to draft one here. Um Let's see here. This is weird. Baltimore won't pursue a number one wide receiver like Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay. It's an interesting report here. Um, the Bears are a potential landing spot for Alex Smith. I mean, that, that would be good, I think, for Allen Robinson. Not going to be so much in the deep zone, but Allen Robinson's kind of one of those guys you just pepper, you know, short to mid targets. And I think Alex Smith can work uh, pretty well with a player like A-Rob there. Uh, moving on, moving on. Eagles tendered Greg Ward. He was probably their most productive receiver last year, so that's probably a, a good move here. And then there's the J.J. Watt, two-year, $31 million. Now, uh, I thought I saw that this wasn't the highest offer he received. I can't remember the two teams that, that came out. Maybe it was the Colts and somebody else. Uh, but interesting, he signs with, with the Arizona Cardinals, who need some pass rush help. Um, definitely a fun team. I think the NFC West is going to be pretty fun football to watch next year. Uh, Boston Scott, the, the Eagles tendered him. Alex Singleton and Greg Ward. Uh, Mahomes is going to be good to go for training camp. That's expected. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So the 49ers have reached out to the Panthers about a potential trade for Teddy Bridgewater. So I think, I think a lot of people realize that the 49ers don't view Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback of their future. He's more of a bridge quarterback, I believe. Uh, but Carolina, I mean, they're also, it says here, they're among the leaders in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. So making Bridgewater extendable. So I don't know if the, if the 49ers will want to send uh, Jimmy G in in the trade for Teddy Bridgewater, but interesting. I don't view Teddy Bridgewater as a as a franchise quarterback either. He's more of a bridge guy that can you know kind of hold the fort down for a year or two, don't make a lot of mistakes, just kind of throw the football, do what you got to do, hand the ball off. So he's a, he's a good game manager quarterback. He can win some games for you here. Trade Lance, what's this? So Peter King said he wouldn't be surprised if Alabama's Mac Jones was drafted before Trey Lance. I I. Tend to I like Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones has a pretty bright future in the NFL. He's not super athletic like some of these guys that we're seeing, uh, but Mac Jones has a good processor. If you watch some of the tape that he put on with Alabama, I know I know he has some of the sickest you know wide receivers that you could have for a college lineup. Uh, but he's making a lot of dime throws, man. He's he is making some good reads, some dime throws. I know they have very good they have a good everything in Alabama. So is he a product of the system? Maybe. But if you look at his numbers compared to Tua's numbers, it's it's close. Mac Jones was a pretty good player for Alabama. Um, so not going to be surprising here. I guess I, maybe I'm surprised if Mac Jones goes top ten, but there might be a bidding war at that point. So we'll see. But I think most people expect right now. Of course, Trevor Lawrence, number one. Uh, it sounds like Zach Wilson is kind of the consensus number two right now to the Jets, so we'll see if they can move Sam Darnold. But uh, there's a lot of competition for that number three, number four quarterback spot, so something to keep an eye on there. Uh, Bill Belichick here uh, has done nothing but rave about Cam Newton this offseason. Interesting. We'll see what they do here. Uh, now, this one, this one's an under-the-radar potential for fantasy news here that you should take note of. Um, there's a good chance Gerald Everett will be viewed as a starter on the opening market. 
Um, and I, I'm, I've been buying Gerald Everett in dynasty leagues, uh, this at the end of last year, at the end of last year, just cause I knew he's probably leaving LA. He's probably going to get a good contract on the market. He's going to be paid to be a starter. I'm not sure where the best fit would be for him to be a starting, uh, fantasy tight end one, but Everett, uh, he's a great receiving tight end and uh, he's been covered up by Higby the last year and a half, but both Higby and Everett have looked like tight end ones, you know, at various times throughout their time there on the same team. So I'm super excited about Everett. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, where does he need to land for his value to go through the roof? Um, it just, I mean, I'm, I'm blanking right now, but he's, he's going to get some good money somewhere. And he's definitely a player. If you're in a dynasty league, just, I mean, whip, it's kind of almost too late now, but maybe whip a, a offer at someone for Gerald Everett. I think I was able to trade him for like a, a third round pick in the dynasty draft. So keep an eye on here. Uh, Hunter Henry could get 10.5 million a year in free agency. That would probably put Gerald Everett at maybe the seven to $8 million range. Uh, Henry, he's been kind of injury prone throughout his career, but this is a player here who should be the best tight end in the class. I think I saw a link where the, the Jaguars were interested in him. That'd be also a really good fit for Gerald Everett. Um, speaking of teams that need tight ends, but definitely keep an eye on Hunter Henry. I think, I think, he, I mean, it's, it'd be nice if he could stick with Justin Herbert, uh, but we'll see what the Chargers do. Maybe the, maybe the Chargers go and sign Gerald Everett. He just stays in LA. That'd be kind of fun. He's a little bit cheaper. Um, Sean Watson would lose around 20 million if he sits out the 2021 season. I think not enough people are talking about this. A lot of people expect him to get traded, but I mean, if Houston has the leverage here, like they, they don't have to take a, a low ball offer for Deshaun Watson, which I think a lot of teams are getting or giving them right now. And I mean, at that point, if, if Deshaun Watson wants to sit out a year and he's already gone in his mind, you know, it, it's up to him to ultimately decide what he wants to do. So they're going to have to get an offer. They can't refuse for him to move, but just be open to the possibility that Watson might sit out this year. Just a team feud here. Uh, a video posted by Drew Brees' trainer showing the quarterback working out has raised questions about Brees' intent to retire. Something to keep an eye on here. Uh, he, he did say that this was my last game or whatever, you know, when they lost in the playoffs, but all of a sudden, like we haven't, it's been, almost a full three months and we haven't heard squat about Drew Brees official retirement announcement. So mm, the door's open, door's open here. So here's your top four quarterbacks here, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and then trade Lance. So I, I do think these, you know, Lawrence Wilson fields, these guys are probably top 10. I don't know about Trey Lance. I think the Mac Jones hype is kind of real there. Um, so now we're getting back into February 26th. Where I think we covered all these notes last week but if you made it to the end of the show don't forget to like the video and then i just want to i mean since i got you here while you're while you're here real quick i just want to show you guys i've been doing some uh best ball drafts on drafters.com uh as cheap as a dollar ten and for me it's not so much about the winnings it's more about the draft process and seeing basically i'm paying for good data on you know who's going where i'm just getting a, a an eye on the market essentially um, so this is a fun best ball draft here. I think I had the fourth overall pick. I took Jonathan Taylor over Derrick Henry uh, just to see how it feels. I don't know if that's the right call, but uh, kind of fun. We came back with Justin Jefferson, James Robinson, Chris Godwin, Chase Claypool, LaVisca Chenault, Aaron Rodgers, rookie Kenneth Gainwell. Keep an eye on Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis there. He was the running back that kept Antonio Gibson off the, off the field there at running back for Memphis. So fun player, very electric, kind of small, but uh, he can do some waves there. Jarvis Landry, Mike Jasicki, and Naheem Hines. So kind of fun just get, getting some of these rookies here. Uh, I also have another one here where maybe it's uh, maybe it's maybe it's this one where I'm six away. Uh, I, I took Mahomes and Josh Allen, but we got Dalvin Cook, 
J.K. Dobbins, Ronald Jones, Kenneth Gainwell again. He's cheap. He's, he's a, a potential uh, PPR back at the 9-10th round. A.J. Brown, LaVisca again, Devonta Smith, Gabriel Davis. I'm going to be pumping up Gabriel Davis probably all spring and summer. Rondell Moore, another rookie receiver. And then I got Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper for tight end so far. So uh, drafters.com, I did put a link in the description below. If you're new, you can sign up with the referral code. You'll get 50% match bonus there. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight's video. Again, uh, don't forget to like the video. Leave me a comment. Uh, what are you excited about for free agency? Give me some of the landing fits. What do you, what do you know? What's going on with Alan Robinson, Kenny Galladay? Uh, just share some thoughts. I'll, uh, I'll respond in the comments below. But thank you guys so much. Have a good rest of your morning, uh, afternoon, evening, whatever you need. Thanks. Peace.